liquid scent gives birth to love and life. We foster passion to grow geniuses which lift humanity. And tailor technology to preserve liberty in balance with nature. Welcome, Welcome to Radical. Welcome to Georgia. Oh, that smells good. Welcome to Waleska. Home of uh, a growing free people. Oh my gosh, we had such a good time today. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, is it still morning? Nope, it's uh, afternoon. Barely. I know. We got up so damn early this morning, people. <clears throat> I guess we're, we're, we're rolling into this. Um, in the studio, I have returning guest, Mike Hobart. In, well, first time in the studio, but returning guest. Yeah, you, this is the third time. Is it? Yeah, Dang. we've done, this is our third show together. Well, and if you count the uh, the little bit with the kids there, uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> yep. right? Whenever whenever that comes out. So yeah. it could be, this could be three or it could be four. Yeah, yeah, some of you guys won't get uh, whatever the one with the kids was. You gotta be a patron, sorry. I'm gonna put that on. Don't apologize. Uh, yeah, no. Like that's like top gonna, tier, that's like top tier content. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna monetize this kind of stuff. So yeah, in, in the pre-show, um, Mike and my kids talked a little bit about gaming and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And like it's the genealogy of gaming. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty good conversation for Jackson to be eleven and yeah. Um, you know, Henry slid in right at I the should, end. Of, I should, that's something I should write about too. Because I, I basically I grew up with like the history of like like the more modern version of gaming. Because like I like my first time playing a, a computer like any sort of game. Yeah. Was. Sim City, like oh, Sim City, like tough game. Yeah, like like you remember like the the, I the Godzilla it. lizard monster that like everything you, that just came through your city and yeah. destroyed every fucking thing that you just spent hours trying to make yep. right. Yeah, like, oh this is tedious. it's just purely random. Oh yeah, I mean fires would burn through. Sometimes you would get a tornado and a lizard <laughs> at the same. You're like okay, like what the fuck is this? Yeah, like how am I supposed to win this? And, and that's that was the thing is like. You never won. You like, you start to go like, oh hey, you know what? Central planning doesn't fucking work. None of this works, right? Yeah. Like, good. Uh, As the city grows, you have to demand more taxes. Well, yeah, and, th- and then they come to you and they're like, well, the citizens are unhappy about this. So what? What do you want to do? You want to add an ad valorem tax? You want to tax them this way? What do you want to do to solve this problem as a government? You need to, yeah, and, and you can't you can't do this without more income. You can't get more income without doing this, which is going to piss the people off. Totally broken incentive system that you know is like, oh, here, go play this. Well, and it's also like very clear that the people in charge now did not play this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They did not play this game, and they obviously were not taught like these lessons. And I'm not even going to say school, like. It's just common sense at that point. Yeah, no, and then the, the hidden, the the hidden fucked up system that it is. I, I guess that's what we're going to talk about <laughs> quite a bit today, man. Like, and in maybe the most humorous way possible. Yeah. So, um, got to laugh at the darkness. Yeah. Bro. Welcome, uh, welcome <laughs> to the uh, the brave mission. Uh, I mean, this is this is the the absolute like first in terms of like taking guys in from outside of North Georgia that I know are all about what we're doing in terms of like, 
post-traumatic stress, in terms of seeing the future, in terms of living in balance, in terms of fixing communications protocol, in living in peace and like really doing some work, like different. Well, specifically soul searching. Yeah. How, so, um, I don't know. Do we, do we want to like, maybe I won't get into the front end. Um, we went out and we did a thing with some mushrooms, right? Like some yeah. psilocybin. My first time. Your My first, first time with psilocybin. Yeah. And like for you guys that haven't done any of this kind of work, you know, this is something that I don't suggest you do willy nilly. This is not something that you just decide to go out and party with your, like, this is not that. Yeah. Like I've, I've, I've spent like a decade of my life strictly partying. Yeah. Well, as far as like, so like my version of like, when I hear like inner city folk talk about partying, they're talking about something a little more extreme than like what I'm talking about. Like my partying growing up was basically just alcohol and stupid decisions. Like that was very much mine. Yeah. There, there was, there wasn't any of this mixing in of like other illicit compounds. Right. I didn't need some, some marijuana, but, um, but yeah, like for my for my first experience with psilocybin, that's not something I would like. I wouldn't want to do that preparing to like socialize or anything like that. No, no, and I think you know because like there's such a healthy respect in the group of guys that I have kind of worked this program out with. Right? Is like yeah the 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 study and the understanding and the patience and everything that goes into going out and doing an experience. Right? Like to be able to guide people through what we did this morning with, you know, like, Hey, this person is ready. They have, you know, considered this, you know, they're, they, you know, tr- now traveled great distance, right? Like this is, this is an event. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a really good way to treat these kind of things. Not that you can't and can't do this in other places, but the way we're doing this out here is, um, a lot more respect, natural, lots of, you know, uh, study behind it and everything else. So we're not just like going out and doing something willy nilly. Yeah. Well, and like the (laughs) willy nilly, (laughs) (laughs) like the, the, the big, the big thing is, is that, uh, like the, 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 the kind of preparation for it in a sense of just like mentally preparing the individual for going through it. Cause like, I think I'm a little bit of an anomaly. Like I've done a lot of like my soul searching sober, like right. to the sense, like sober and through like, particularly through like basic training. Like that was like, I went, I went and enlisted because I needed to reset myself. And okay. so like probably what, like what we were talking about, um, after you picked me up at the airport, like on the drive over, like yeah. we were talking about in the truck. Um, I did a lot of that in like the, the quiet of the barracks and basic training or while we were standing in formation for 54 hours or (laughs) right. Or like, um, like as you're getting smoked and just like, you know, or on the 12 mile ruck March, like, yeah, that's when, that's when I like had those kinds of like facing myself, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess I can just roll right into like my starting with talking about my experience with it this morning. Um, Wet morning, huh? 
damp. I would I would say damp because like <laughs> it's like if it if it was like for me to classify it as wet, it would have had to been raining. I gotta tell you, like this is so we've for everybody out there, we've had super dry fall. Like the fall down here was brilliant it's been extremely dry in yeah. iowa too i mean the leaves and the colors and everything that's been going on for the course you know better course of september october uh now we're getting into the early parts of november now the leaves are, are gone the hurricane that just came you know whizzing through florida dumped a bunch of rain up here we haven't had anything for rain yeah and i didn't even know about the hurricane until like we were talking about planning this and you're like well the hurricane might like screw things up i'm like what what yeah and then i was just like you know what screw it like if we can get the flight in then like like if i get caught in a hurricane while i'm here it'll just make for a good story right (laughs) that's we'll do it live we we got got a freaking a marine and uh, a marine vet and army vet it's like out in the hills of georgia i think we'll be fine yeah we're gonna be okay (laughs) so yeah we get down um there's a sacred tree that we go to and you know obviously touch and i've talked about on the show uh touched by cherokee indians and so like it's just place that resonated to me when we first started this mission as kind of like a you know me going through something with my own shaman and you know uh mac man we've talked about him a lot today yeah Um, i definitely want to meet him i hope he i hope he shows up like at some point maybe later tonight maybe uh maybe kiko as well but uh these guys um you know we've we've done a lot of stuff in in terms of like figuring this out and like what's funny is it just naturally kind of presented itself like just here. Well, when yeah when you get a couple good guys together and then this kind of like uh spiritually and cognitively exploratory like compound yeah like you get the right guys together and you're gonna start just like realizing that there are some problems you can solve with it uh, immediately yeah and yeah so like we stepped off like once you step off here you're on the clock <laughs> Which, right like it, it, there's 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 a lot of intention and, and it's funny that it all kind of just lines up too mm-hmm. right you're like you're like oh you're here and you can you know walk there in that amount of time and get set and then blast off yeah and you get it like it especially you get like because i think i probably by the time we got like settled i think i had like 15 minutes where like the the snowball started as far as like the the feeling like really like cranking on yeah and i was like because i i think i remember i told you i was like all right i think i'm starting to feel it like right (laughs) as we were setting it up yeah then you get comfortable and i think i i probably laid there for probably like 20 minute 20 30 minutes i don't know like and you lose all sense of time like it starts to kick in you know and i laid there and i was like oh maybe maybe i'm not ready for this and then all of a sudden go yeah yeah i think i heard you breathe you know that like you know like finding that breath work you know right from the very beginning well and i'm i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty damn sure that i stopped breathing for a while you maybe (laughs) like i don't know about sleep apnea but it's probably just more like i was just like the shallow breathing yeah because it was it was relatively cool this morning too like it was was because like you're up in these mountains like when we walked up it was humid and warm but then you get up there and you sit for a little bit and the the dampness starts to sap to your heat and you're like all right it's a little bit cooler up here than i thought yeah you get on that mountain too like i brought a tarp just because like nobody likes being wet right like (laughs) just put a tarp down at least it's just cold underneath you which sometimes is a good thing um and you know you start you start that ride and 
you know, for, for those of you guys who are curious about this kind of stuff, like was was any part of it at that point like were you scared? Were you no anticipating? But I think part of that is also because of my experiences with uh with cannabis too. Right. Like cuz I've had multiple like as I was telling you on the for I mean your listeners didn't hear about it so I might as well talk about it. Um I've had two instances where I have gotten too high on cannabis to where my the my pupils bounced in a perfect rhombus pattern for like 3 or 4 hours straight. Yeah. Um, that scared me for, for obvious reasons. Um, it's like rebooting, like, oh, yeah. like doing some code changing yeah. and stuff. Um, but even before like these two, cause those, those two experiences were separated by years. Um, but there was a, uh, I also had another experience with cannabis that was not, like initially not very enjoyable. Um, cause a buddy of mine at the time we were going out for like a night like a night out on the like you know bars with the guys yeah and my buddy at the time was this was when it was very illegal he was one of the biggest dealers for the area like i think he might have been the biggest dealer for the area yeah and we went over there because he he was gonna tag along with us we went over to pick him up and i specifically remember he was like we get there and i was like i'm driving so I was going to be the sober one, but we were going to hang out for a couple hours before we like headed out of town up to where we were actually going, which was about 45 minutes away. And for people not in the Midwest, that's <laughs> that's a pretty regular drive. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a pretty spread out <laughs> out there. A, that's, a, that's the neighboring town. Right. Um, and we get there, and we got a couple hours, and he's like, hey, man, you want to you hit the ball? I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm driving. I'm supposed to be driving, but I can, like, I'll be I'll be okay after like two or three hours. Yeah. Okay. And we go in there, and first of all, he busts out a. So I was like, I think I was like twenty two at the time, so I was very pompous and peacocking. <laughs> like he busts out a two foot, two foot oh, high bong, man. like a two foot tall bong. <laughs> all you have to do to say to me is bong, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Like <laughs> yeah. that's where you get couch lock and well, like drool a little bit and... yeah and well okay so we get there but we get worse um <laughs> because i was young and dumb and i was like you know what i'm gonna impress him because he's a dealer so i like you know yeah way too big of a hit and then afterwards lungs are on fire well i mean it was a, it was a pretty i had a perk set and everything so there's no burning oh okay but it was like it was nice and cool um but it was way too much and I like we do that we do our business and by the time I get to the threshold because like this was in his his like office at the time by the time I get to the threshold of his office like it's it's like and it's it's not like oh it's hitting and it's like oh like you just walk through a wall and now by the time I take another like 10-15 steps to get to his living area and is like sit on his couch I'm hyperventilating at this point (laughs) Now, what the reason I'm hyperventilating is not for those of your listeners that haven't smoked cannabis before. That's not like really a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And it definitely wasn't normal because while I'm hyperventilating and starting to cold sweat <laughs> in his living area, he's laughing his ass off. Yeah. Because and he comes out and my buddies are like, "What did you do to him? You're you broke Mike. What like what the hell did you do?" And he's like, "Dude, that weed we smoked was laced with codeine." Oh no! And I was like, and like I'm hyperventilating and cold sweating, and I'm like, you fucking motherfucker! 
Yeah, because I mean that's the thing is like I. I Growing up, and we were talking it's about this like, earlier. B- before we continue, I didn't trust him after that. Going yeah, forward, right. For obvious reasons. We um we were talking out there like if it doesn't grow, right? Like I haven't touched it. Yeah. If like I know there's other things out there that you know people are into and all that kind of stuff, but like if it doesn't grow and I don't know about it and I don't understand it from like shaman and perf- like really good sources, like I don't screw with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ever. But and I and I went through those stories just in particular to just like describe how um it didn't like the experience this morning didn't scare me right because i had those actually terrifying experiences um but i think uh i think if you if like elaborate like talking it talking through what to expect um for people that haven't experienced like even like cannabis like that yeah i think it's probably gonna lead it would probably lead to success because i do the i did i do the same thing for people that haven't smoked cannabis before and i like describe it to them so i'm like you're probably like your heart rate's probably gonna rock it like yeah. it's gonna feel like you just drank like four shots of espresso all at once <laughs> yeah. but you're not gonna die everybody thinks that they're gonna die when, oh because like, yeah. just because the heart rate goes up and like, yeah. in, like you're in a it's a hallucinogenic compound so like you notice it more right um, and that's also a thing that not a whole lot of people know about cannabis is technically a hallucinogen, um, because it affects the way you perceive like stimuli, but, uh, it breaks down the barrier between your, uh, your, your left and right, you know, uh, yeah. spheres, yeah. which does a lot of filtering to make things try to like make more sense. Yeah. And when that thing starts to break down, and now then you're just getting all of it. Everything. It's like it's like woof. it's like Spider Man before he got like the suit to like limit his st- like his input. stimuli. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll I tell you what. Like I love using superhero characters. Oh, dude, reference. I'm chocked full of all these kinds of references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll refer to I'll refer to movies like I'll drop like references like Fifth Element or Contact like on the fly. Yeah. Like shout out to you, Dad. Thanks for that. <laughs> Like, he got me into all that nerdy, like the the really nerdy movies, like and all that stuff. But I never got into Star Trek, which is he probably. I knew I never Star Trek was not my thing. I was like, yeah, I I don't know about these guys that are like, uh, what what was it like nylon suits or whatever the hell they yeah. were back then. I was like, yeah, not for pretty me. close to WWE. For <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of WWE. So yeah, back in the day it was WWF when I was coming up, and I was like, yeah, not my thing. Um, so we. The, the description, you know, like coming in and kind of understanding like what to expect. There's a couple of, you know, the way the way I present this kind of stuff to people is, you know, when you go out before dawn and you're very intentional about what you're doing. Like once, you know, everything is packed and everything is ready, that's when you make final checks and once you eat the mushroom. Which they weren't like you, you made it sound like they're going to taste like awful. Like, I don't know. I don't know how people think that, that better tastes... low bar stuff. Yeah, I don't know how people think it tastes awful. Though. It's earthy. It's earthy. I could like it's earthy and it it can get pretty dry, especially when you eat them out that we did. Um, which I don't know if that was like a normal amount or not. So, I think you know, I get, my... I get some more of that bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good yeah, stuff. Hit it up. Uh, yeah, microdosing. You know, when we talk like microdosing versus dosing, um, like point two grams. You know, somewhere around there, 0.2 to 0.5, I, I guess would be kind of considered what I what I would consider anyway a microdose. 
to do some more things like what you got this morning, right? Like you're talking two and a half, three, possibly four, <laughs> you know, depending on your scales. Um, you know, grams are light and all that kind of Standard stuff. Standard error estimate of about yeah. 60%. Yeah. Here, <laughs> yeah. Hero's dose um, being five grams, you're going to do more work, right? You're going to, that, that first phase when you, you know, blast off, right? Like you're, you're going and you're about to like stop with the whole time space continuum and you're going to do some things. Well, that, that was the interesting thing is like in my experiences, I, I think I flirted with it. I flirted with that point, but I didn't actually get to like the, the full immersion. Cause I was like, I, I was describing to you this morning when it happened is like, it's really, really hard to describe, but it felt like almost like falling into yourself. Yeah. Like that's probably the way I would describe it. Like, cause like it, like the, uh, like everybody knows, like almost like, I'm just gonna say everybody hyperbole. Everybody knows that feeling of when you're falling asleep and you like, you really start to fall asleep fast and it literally feels like you're falling. And then you like, you jolt yourself awake because you, it, it feels like that moment where like, we all have like that moment where we think the elevator's falling out from underneath us. <laughs> yeah, the stair, the the yeah. railing's not there, or it comes off. Yeah, and you're falling back. yeah, that, yeah. Well, and that that'd be uh, for those of you that are fans of the movie Inception, that'd be what's called the kick. Right. Um, oh, oh, great movie. But that's that's what it felt like. Now the the thing that bummed me out was like I reflexively stopped that. Yeah. Like I I caught myself stopping that, um, just because I didn't know what it was. Right. Because like if you're falling like and you're not an idiot, like the first time you fall, you should probably try and catch yourself. Right. Right. (laughs) Especially because like and like a a good example of this, too, would be uh, repelling. Mm -hmm. Like the first time you repel, like you're constantly stopping yourself on the way back because you're like, well, I'm going to fall off this wall here. But like then as you do it a couple of times, you realize that, oh, I have complete control of the situation. And you get into a rhythm. Yeah. Like you get into that really kick ass rhythm where you like three or four bounds depending on what you're doing. And then like you finally get to trusting the gear, trusting like what you're doing. Yeah. You've got a you've got a feeling for it. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably something that people should understand too, is like if you wanna open your eyes at some point and what you're doing and you need that, especially like the first time you try something like this yeah it's not like the movies where you're gonna do it the first time and then all of a sudden you're gonna like see the universe like maybe yeah like yeah sure maybe if you're lucky enough to do that that'd be cool i like yeah and i i think also part of my problem is like this is gonna sound super conceited but (laughs) i think part of my problem too is i and i've it's it sounds conceited but i know it's pretty factual because i've had dozens of people tell me this is i have like an um an extraordinary level of control like self-control mental control like willful intent yep um i think if i didn't have that i probably would have done the full fall and it probably would have scared the absolute shit out of me like (laughs) if i'm being completely honest yeah so i can i can empathize with people that like that could be listening and they're like well i did shrooms the first time and like Mike, you can go to hell because that scared the absolute hell out of me. I'm like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah. if I started just following through like the cosmos, like on my first time, and I 
didn't necessarily know to like what to expect as far as the feeling because there's no way to to know what it feels like mm-hmm. um yeah I, that's fair like it was scary like in the the way it also felt too was like not just falling in on yourself mentally but like i don't know like have you ever been uh like knocked out oh yeah like knocked out in the sense so like what i'm thinking of is i had an experience where in, when i was 17 and an idiot uh, junior high school I tried doing a backflip off of a diving block at my high school pool oh wow there's now, a lot of easier ways to get knocked out now, <laughs> safer to, too to, to my defense to my credit I did the backflip right I just didn't get any outward motion away from oh, the diving block shit. so my head literally swung up around underneath and hit and by the way the diving block was steel oh, or maybe it was probably aluminum yeah. um Jesus. but knocked right and then I land in the pool and the, like I had, I had relative consciousness when I hit the water. Yeah. Um, because it didn't hurt when I hit. Like it hit on the back of my head back here on the corner. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt. I just remember the sound and the feeling. And big thud. The the moment where my eyes rolled into the back of my head. That's what the falling moment. Right. Felt like you're like you're literally now the the interesting thing for your listeners that are trying to like understand how this feels it's like feeling your eyes are rolling to the back of your head but your eyes are already closed so like yeah. it, try and imagine what that would feel. there's like there's some lucidity um yeah there's some real lucidity to it and you know when you when you are like you know what they used to talk about and like there's so much great literature out there now where when they talk about the 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 dying right like the dying of the body with mushrooms right where you literally let go yeah and you go way in yeah this and that that's where i stopped myself like reflexively and that's where i got pretty bummed out because like as soon as i (laughs) as soon as i like as soon as it happened and i like noticed that i caught myself i was like fuck that was my moment well and here's the other thing is like you know now, right? Yeah. Like there, there's a, there's, there's something about. I think the first time you're gonna attempt this type of stuff is, you gotta, you gotta understand. Like this is a learning mechanism that I don't think we did right as a culture for a long time, yeah. right? Like if you were around this as somebody who was a child, who understood like what this is, why it's important. And when you come to that first time and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're like, like, think about it this way. If you're somebody that's never swam before, yeah, you're not just going to jump in. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, if, if you're not an idiot, you shouldn't just jump in. Right. <laughs> and that, I think. Because an idiot is more likely to just jump in yeah. and then drown because the, and... they didn't like test things out and make sure that they understood what was going on. Yeah, this is your this is your cultural shift, right? Yeah. This is your cultural shift to start understanding that like we should be talking about this kind of stuff at a much earlier age. So that like when kids do get curious about this kind of stuff and they aren't going to be dissuaded by you or, you know, the guys in blue with badges and all that other kind of stuff. Well, it grows out of the damn ground, like Right. Just and, like marijuana, like what I gotta explain this to like that's the thing is like I've gotta explain this to kids so that but when, cocaine is more socially acceptable. Like get out of here. And this 
the stuff we're drinking right now, yeah. way more socially acceptable. Like yeah. pushed. And way more damaging to the body. Way more. As I take a sip. Let's have, let's have another sip. It's delicious. <laughs> it is very delicious. But we're going to have two. And that's from two guys that used to like drink for like. I used to be able to put down a whole bottle of 100 Proof Captain. Yeah. Or Jack Daniels. In one night. Yeah. And still be real. Like, I mean, I was. Co- I thought I was coherent. I probably would blow like a point. <laughs> Like probably like a point three or point four at that point, but yeah, I was gonna say that's uh you know it's a lot of liquor. setting right records. They used to have this uh, record at the uh, Camp Pendleton gates, right? Yeah. Like where like <laughs> leaderboard. Who who tried to get in the gate? The and drunkest. What was, what was blood alcohol, dude? I don't remember what it was, but it was some unfathomable. Like you were like you were like that guy should be dead. Not driving, yeah. dead. Well, and like it, like for for people that don't know Iowa, and she's probably gonna be pissed off at me, but she doesn't know me. Um, there's vodka Sam from Iowa that got like notoriety like nationwide because she got arrested in Iowa for public intox. Yeah, and they didn't take her phone from her because she was a she was a very attractive young woman on college game day, and okay. they were probably dealing with a lot of people <laughs> in the same position. Yeah. They didn't take her phone from her, and so she was tweeting from inside the jail, and she blew like a point three nine or something oh my like that. God! But she was like, she was tweeting totally coherent. Cool. Oh yeah, like that was that was like that was like my standard back in the day. So she was like my hero. I'm so glad I didn't have that kind of stuff. She around. she was my hero. I'm not saying she is now, but <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah. So yeah, I mean to to be guys that have come from this alcohol fueled culture. Yeah. I mean and functioning, high functioning, you know, alcohol fields. Uh, what what we're doing in terms of like being able to enjoy this now but not do that and honestly get to the point where you're like, "Hey man, like no. Like if I do more than two of these things, like I'm I'm not going to feel great. I'm, yeah. I'm going to lose a step. Feel like a load of butthole. Yeah, that's right. Not even with the hangover, just like being cognitively dull. Right. So when we're out there and, you know, we've gone through, well, or going through phase one, like it's dark, like it's, it's dark, but there's some, this morning there was some moonlight, there's some breaks in the clouds and, you know, it's not a totally dark environment, which some people, you know, when they're doing higher doses, like that's what they want to do. They want to go into, I think I would probably want that. More, more of that, huh? More darkness, more stars. Yeah, maybe See, more fog, more fog to really like close in, like, <laughs> like the the focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty kinda intense. Like, kind of like being in like a, I don't know if I would want to do it with a uh, deprivation chamber, but like just like a dark room, right? Like I would definitely do that. Yeah, there's there's people that swear by doing that kind of stuff. But Actually. like, but really more, I think more importantly than that is just being like in a cool environment. So I can't imagine. I I bet I would not have been comfortable doing it if it was like a warm summer morning. Like I would not oh, like that. Well, not only that, but like let's let's really consider like where we're at. If you go out there during the summer, you are asking for a lot of problems. Ticks, snakes, snakes. I mean, black widows, all sorts of recluse. tons of different centipedes and millipedes and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like there, there's there's a time when you should not be in the forest. 
and the summer out here, you know, that would be one of those times. <laughs> yeah, you you better be re- you better be real careful about what you're doing. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, doing a tree stand and you tie yourself to the tree, right? Oh, dude, don't. No, I would I would say don't do it. No, <laughs> not a great idea. Don't t- don't do that one. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have a, a big pause during some summer months, but like during these fall and winter months, to be able to to go out there when the bugs are limited and when reptiles and all that kind of stuff aren't you know slithering around yeah looking for an ankle if you step on it in in the leaf litter but the the the, the ability to do that and then in the place where it is you, you kind of exit phase one um i think the second tree was probably my favorite area on top of the i think it was the outcropping that we stopped at for oh, a while. Oh, d- down down below, like when no. a- after we went to the, the the ridge, the ridge, the tree on the ridge. Pretty I cool think that's place. what I'm thinking about. Yeah. So when we came up and they're like, you could actually punch out and see. Yeah. Yep. That one. When we yeah we we walked a good a good ways over the ridge and then um, looked at a punch out, but like coming up this morning, you know, the appreciation I think for a sunrise after coming out of you know, phase one. Yeah. What'd you think about that? Oh, that was, that was definitely something that like, no, like I didn't even attempt to like try and get photographs or video because they couldn't do it justice. Cause like, I, cause like the, there was the rolling fog over the Hills. Like it was like, cause like the, it was like where the fog blends with the clouds, like rolling over the Hills and the mountains, but they would roll in through waves to where you wouldn't even know that the Hills and the mountains were there. And then the clouds would retreat and it'd be the clear skies and then the fog was there and it's like giving it that very aesthetic accent. Yeah. Like like I described it as very Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Like feeling. And then we got like the, the crisp yellows, oranges, blues, purples with the sunrise. And then the like you were saying earlier, like the lichen on the trees. <sighs> like the lichen on the trees looked like freaking neon lights. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean and, and I, like, I don't know how much of that was, like, you know, the shrooms or the psilocybin, but, like, that was that it, was something else. It was to, it was something to behold. Yeah. You were just sitting there, like, I don't know if it was the rain. Well, and, and particularly because there was no there was no leaves left on the trees. Like, yeah. it was literally just glowing sticks. Gl- yeah, glow, <laughs> glowing trees, guys. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't mean that in, like, you know, some hippy-dippy, like, mushroom, like, I don't care – you know, if you had, I don't like, I don't know how much of the mushrooms actually played a role in that. Like I, that was, it was just something like you, if you, 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 when you spend time in a place too, right. And you watch it kind of evolve and grow and wake up and then see something like that happen. And I imagine because a lot of that lichen was so damn parched over yeah. the past few months. And then you get this soak. I just happened to arrive right after a hurricane dumped a bunch of water on it right and like (laughs) now it's going to show off a little bit so we're facing east so this is kind of on the western north side of a lot of these trees out here and it's just this bright green lichen that has well it's like a it's like a like an accentuating gradient so like on the like on the edges it's like a dark like full green right like closer to the bark but then as you get more towards the center of the material it's like a, a white it's like a whiter, like pale, almost like matte lime green. Yeah. And it just, it, 
that was that was it's cool. an impression yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna cool. leave an impression like you know when you when you're helping other people do this and like someday you tell a story you be like listen to this first time story right yeah. um i really didn't know how the weather was gonna work out this morning for that sunrise or not i was not like i wasn't confident in it and those I'll are usually you, the nights that like those are usually the, like the moments with weather that make it all worthwhile when you think it's going to be a perfect situation it almost never is. never is yeah but sometimes you get a, just the right amount of weather at the right time and some magic happens and i'm t- like this morning's magic was unreal um i commented like we started you know talking about this kind of stuff as the sun was coming up and like kind of feeling everything out um passed you over uh i think it was a tangerine you're like you said something about like being able to crush some cuties or something like oh, that oh yeah like at home i can crush a whole bag of clementines like cuties in one sitting because like yeah like it's gonna take some effort for you to convince me to buy candy and eat it <laughs> yeah no, but no. like i will eat clementines like mm-hmm. like it is candy like i i probably have a legitimate problem because I, <laughs> you put some clementines in front of me, I'm just gonna start. Like I, I visited my buddy CJ. I was telling you a couple weeks ago, and he had a bowl. His family had a bowl of fruit with like clementines and like a couple oranges and bananas. And yeah. I was just like, I was sitting there with one of his daughters, just like we just started peeling and eating. I was like, I, I was telling her, I'm like, you could, I'm gonna eat these all night. <laughs> yeah, and so so it, it's something about that moment too. Like I think it opens up a, a lot of respect and receptors for like what you normally just kind of take for granted right? you like walk to the fridge the hallucinogenic part yeah something happens where you're like it's i don't know how to describe it for like a lot of the guys if you're listening to this and you like you've been down range and you've got some combat experience and you're listening to like this as you're curious to some of that stuff you remember the first time that you ever like almost died a lot <laughs> and i'm and I, like i don't know i mean that it's like a I mean, I've, I haven't been in that environment because, like, my job was I was aviation support battalion. But, but like, it's it's a moment of, ex, like, extremely high You've been in ecstasy. those situations. In, yeah, in the sense of, like, you're excited and terrified all at the same time. Right. Like, peak, peak dopamine, like, experience. Yeah, it's just, whoa, yeah. Re- like, your brain is ready to receive the information that's out there. So well, that's, that- and that's why, that's why, like, people, uh, like, it scares them, like, particularly with warriors, like, because they get, that's, like, your body is built to enjoy that because, like, you're pushing limits. Yeah. Like, you're, you're literally designed to constantly seek out those environments to push your limits because if you're, a limit pusher and you're a limit breaker and you reproduce that's gonna that's gonna like positively affect the species oh for sure and that's what it's all about right is like you start to get that message like all right what are we doing for the species right yeah well and like and like particularly with like i think why we're like doing this is like the warriors that are going through like tough stuff through what they've experienced they they need to give themselves like the grace in you're not broken because you're seeking out that sensation. Like you're literally designed to seek out that sensation. Yeah. And that's the thing is like when, once you have it, once you go through it and you find some sort of peace, right. And you're like, this is, this is a good thing. Right. Well, I think that's part of like finding the peace is probably like accepting that, that, that like you're not broken, like you're normal. 
yeah, you got a corrupted code along the way. That's that's yeah. what I talk about like a lot is like somewhere along the line, your code where you were awesome, where you were like told about freedom and liberty and independence and sovereignty and all this other kind of stuff. You like that's good code. Yeah. That's really good warrior code. That's important code. Super <laughs> like just natural too, right? It's like the that code to protect your family and your property. Well, and to do it with integrity. Yeah, and your people. And to still like not go out and take through force and coercion and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When that got corrupted along the way, when they co-opted it into something else outside of your quote unquote patriotism, right? Like now yeah. it's we're doing like it, it gets tainted when you get like the oh, salaries corrupted. and benefits. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 just it's fiat corruption that seeps in. And so when we look at this and we're like, all right, you know, to bring it all back is like that first meal after a stressful moment tastes like you're eating the best damn tangerine or apple. Well, and or- like it's it's like in the movie The Town at the end where uh, um, I can't remember his his name, but Jeremy Renner's character, like he's having his last shootout and he stops to grab the coke that a fleeing pedestrian had dropped and he knows he's like yeah it's his last moment so he's gonna enjoy the coke and i i bet you that was the best damn coke he ever had i bet yeah right like and i mean i remember having a cheeseburger at the train tracks in fallujah it was probably just a regular ass like garrison cheeseburger yeah and i was like i don't know how many days we were into it like probably this time of year maybe even today who knows yeah Right after the Marine Corps birthday. And, dude, that was... I will never forget that cheeseburger. That was the best fucking cheeseburger I, I ever ate. I can imagine. Well, I can't imagine, but I can I can bet I can imagine. But, you know, like, you go out there and you have, you know, a tangerine at the right moment. And you're now coming back in. And you're starting to kind of digest. It's like tasting it for the first time. Yeah. You start to, like, slow down. You start to, like, enjoy a moment. You start to reconnect. With something super primal. Yeah. Well, especially taking in all the colors of like a, a quality sunrise. Oh, man. It's like, and this is like also part of the problem with like the, the Keynesian hamster wheel of the economic system that we're this credit debt based system. Like, so much of the population is stuck trying to just make ends meet for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And everybody just stops looking up. And just or looking down, even like yeah. nobody, like nobody's nobody's really looking and observing anything. Would you say like this morning? I, and maybe you know I'm this tree hugging hippie out here now, right? It's like <laughs> when you when you start to like get down to the tactile like interaction, yeah, where you are looking at things like lichen and moss and dirt and trees and like it's just, like being a kid again like oh just my. wandering through the woods it's and you, amazing you're like out there with your buddies when you're five years old like well i don't know maybe 1980s like 12, like 12 years old. 80s kids they didn't give a shit they were just like you want to go play in the fucking woods see you later yeah right well i like well my i remember i was about probably 11 12 yeah. like it was like i was in that that uh uh darling generation to where i still experienced my parents telling me is like, "Hey, come back at sundown." Right. Now get out of the house. See you later. Yeah, I'll tell you what you were. I mean, like you're a 1990s kid, and mm-hmm. like a night, like a no kidding, 1990. 
Yeah. Like you were born a decade after me. Yeah. And I can imagine like towards the end of the nineties, going into the two thousands, being a ten year old, a lot of similarities, a little bit of advancement. It's an interesting blend decade. You, you guys had like dial up AOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like all that crap, right? And you're just like And and you knew when you heard that sound that uh you're not making any phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. Because it took up the phone line. Well, I think some cases, like if you even picked it up, like it was Or if you got if you got a phone call, it interrupted you're done. the internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy stuff. But I mean, yeah, so you know, you're there's a child like place out there in terms of this PTSD work, right? Like if you are or post traumatic stress, like if you were one of those kids especially like us, you know, you grew up and you were a boy and you had some like woods or something to go play in and you did that the kind of creek. stuff. It helps you get back to that frame of mind before everything got to you, before the system kind of yeah. really did the corruption, right? You were this free little being that was out like discovering and exploring and touching. Well, it's, the, and, like, it's, it's the wonder. Yeah. Well, and that's like, and that's something that, uh, I think also sets me apart from a lot of people like besides my like self-control is like I like I give myself the permission to just find wonder in everything because I and this is part like this is I guarantee this is largely part of like how my parents like raised me Mm -hmm. so a lot of like my fun time like particularly with my dad. So like my dad, he was a he was a pipe fitter and he specialized in nuclear power plants. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he's got some badass stuff. Um, yeah, but he like a lot of these like shutdowns. Like he would be gone for like six to nine months at a time because like the world is finding out now with like all the shutdowns for nuclear power plants. Once you shut them down, like it's a process. Right. And there's no going back. Like you follow through. All the way. Well, I mean, there's so much you can't undo once yeah. you shut down a nuclear like Yeah, I mean, and like and like these shutdowns are, are are different from like a permanent shutdown, like they're shutting down for repairs or like upgrades and stuff like that. But the reason I brought it up was um when he would be doing like those job sites, if he came back for like any amount of time, like one of the things that he and I did together was we would watch like Discovery Channel, History Channel animal planet and this was all before it was like this reality tv bullshit garbage right like it was actually educational (laughs) imagine that (laughs) yeah and he and i just like we like we were like addicted to getting our minds blown huh and this was part this was really also when like the ufo stuff was like kind of getting started as far as like mainstream tv goes but it wasn't popular. Wasn't it like ancient aliens and like it wasn't like it was prior before to that, ancient huh? aliens. Oh yeah. Okay. Like really niche stuff. And I think that like my parents giving me like the kind of like the permission to enjoy that as a kid. Yeah. Um really allowed me to like as an adult like going through like the teenage stuff. Um, I kind of had to refine it cause I went through a dark period, but I had to refine like that, that wonder, that sense of wonder and enjoyment, yeah. which I think a lot of people are probably going to empathize with. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, but like, I but like, if you if you can't find the wonder in like finding out about how a fucking neutron star is made, right? Like, or how the solar system is doing its thing, but it's traveling at like however many hundreds of thousands of miles in a particular direction, while the universe is expanding away from one singular point. Yeah, Dude, like, like. Or, like, how ecosystems operate in the Sahara Desert and they find balance between each other. Like, I'm sorry, but if you don't find that stuff cool, yeah. like, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I, I... Well, we're not going to, like... We're probably not going to have a lot of common ground in trying to, like, find bedrock. Right? Like... Yeah, if you don't have that... that like, that drive, that yeah. wonder, that... that uh, And that... Per, like, that inner permission to be a kid. To be, you know, like, that 12 to... I don't know. Maybe more like 8 to 12-year-old. Yeah. To go out and, like, understand and use tech now, too. To be able to be like, this is good. This is bad. This... Like, what I was telling you, like, when we was like... I don't sit in uh, in stupid places. Or I don't sit in bad places. <laughs> I don't sit in, yeah, I don't sit in dumb spots. Right. <laughs> I don't sit in dumb spots. And this is something that, you know, like, m- people who know nature or know fungus or know whatever it is. That's a dumb spot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't sit there, right? For whatever reason, dummy. Like, yeah. And if you don't know that kind of stuff, this... You know, you can go out there by yourself and get into a lot of trouble, um, a lot of trouble. So, you know, when 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 all this is happening and the wonderment's happening, and like you were you were super quick, and I and I was telling you this morning, like to you know to put everything back together and become a higher thinking, you know, person where you're coming back into your body, you're kind of being reborn into this your code like whatever you know code reshuffling whatever is yeah now you've got another reassimilating yeah you've got another perspective where maybe you saw some interconnectedness like this this you know this higher purpose this higher power of some whatever higher access i would probably call it higher access that's a great term man because like, because you're gaining access to something you didn't know was there before, right? And so, as you're coming back into this kind of stuff, and you're in the land, and you're seeing it, and you're now relating it to history, yeah. And you get this respect for what has come in the past, like out here, the work that was done by Cherokee Indians, yeah, that's still present, like four or five hundred years plus later. And we're enjoying it and seeing it and like kind of like reveling in the fact that, you know, this was like the common practice. Yeah. The common practice was for like guys to go out in the fall and go hunt and be men and go through initiation. Com- like, well, and then there's like the camaraderie too, like coaching each other through like different experiences and stuff like that and like helping them like process. Yeah, because like when you have multiple individuals giving multiple different points of view, you can learn how to think through a particular way, which society today doesn't do a whole lot of. It's just a bunch of echo chambers. Yeah, I think you know when like when I was talking about trees and stuff too, like the low time preference that comes out, you know, where these guys that tied these things off at one point to help not not just them, but like 
other Le- leave lasting markers lasting markers yeah like where you're like helping other people out like where these guys who had been there and done it successfully yeah and found like maybe some thriving some enjoyment some teaching another young you know indian out here another hunter to tie off a tree to mark it to like throw on something like that low time preference like I don't know. Well, and like the crazy part too is that it's like study a little, like a little bit of like cultural anthropology and history, and every significant culture on every continent did it. Yeah, like the Vikings did it specifically with mushrooms. You right? <laughs> um, like the the Aztec and the Mayans did it with ayahuasca. Yeah. Egyptians did it with the blue lily, like I was telling you about from Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast. Yeah, and, and the Mediterranean did it with things like ergot and yeah. spike punch and wormwood. Know, yeah, like all wormwood the... was probably more like what Northern Europe or something like that. Yeah, but... yeah, exactly. Though, like they were using psychedelics, they were using yeah. things that helped break this plane and then unite each other in a camaraderie. Yeah, and. That, like we got into like talking about like different skill sets that it evolved. Yeah. What are you and all of this kind of stuff? Like finding power. Yeah. Well, um, that was, then that was telling you going into it is like that was my biggest goal was like I'm like because you're talking about how um, there are different ways to approach it. Like if you have a particular question that you want answered, right? Like yeah. you can approach it from that sense. And I and I had told you that. Um, I didn't have a particular question I needed answered because I had done a lot of the soul searching, like I was telling about uh, basic and training. And like, I'll do it regularly, like at home. Like if I have, like, if there's something that I need to solve, like I'll just sit and meditate in my apartment for half an hour, hour if I need to. Like, Super effective practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by the way, for like listeners that have never done it, like when I say meditate, I don't mean the mainstream fatted version of just like sitting cross-legged and trying to sit like Buddha. Right. Like that's meditation is whatever the individual needs to start just parsing through the problems that they have. Like the mental, like, like really being honest with yourself is like, Hey, am I a coward or not? Right. Like stuff like that, which I don't think enough people do because like, most people in my opinion are cowards and they just don't want to like they can't handle facing that reality like they're they're, they're, it makes them dangerous and erratic and without that understanding of their own power yeah well and like and like the the thing is is that like for people to work to fix that like you can't not be a coward until you admit to yourself that you are a coward to begin with yeah because you can't fix a problem that you don't identify Yep. So, um, but like, and the, the reason we went down that is just to like meditation doesn't have to be sitting there like a, like some monk doing like a particular, oh. like you can have rituals. Like some people have rituals to get in a particular, like just right. state of calm, but usually I can just do it just. Well, yeah. I mean, sitting by yourself. Yeah. Right. Like const- shut everything down. Yeah. Everything. 
You don't, yeah. like, like, like pure silence. Yeah, you don't need a black, like for me, and this is just a practice, you know, this is, this is what I do. Like I go out into the forest and I sit by myself, like yeah. for half a day, a day, more than a day, whatever it is, right? It's like whatever is necessary. Right. Go out there and figure some shit out. Yeah. Have conversations with yourself. Do some soul searching. Not do some work. Specifically, in my opinion, without any type of music. Oh, nothing. Like, Zero. Like, that's one of the things that I really hate about going to get, like, a massage is they put on, like... The ambience. The ambient. Yeah. Like, for a massage, is a little bit I different. I get it. But, yeah. But for like, a, for, like, meditation, it's like, no. Because that's still going to steer your thought. Right. Like, you have to just, like, let yourself face your mental construct of yourself without any outside input because and that's another thing too is like i've had a lot of now former friends that were individuals that they just couldn't stand being alone yeah because they were afraid like they and we talked about this too is like one of the things that really frustrates me about today with social media is when i see people and unfortunately it's usually women and I'm not being sexist or anything. I'm just saying the stereotype or like the statistics that I've seen anecdotally. So I'll see a lot of like ladies say that they allude to not having control over their mind. And I'm like, you understand that your mind is your own. Like you do that, have control. The OODA loop. Yeah. Yeah. You do have control. It's just, you don't know how to. Like they like the the way that they're referring to their own mind is like it's like their mind is a river and their body is a shell just being dipped into it. Mm-hmm. When in reality, is that life is the river and you are the one be the shell being dipped into it, and so your mind is still within that shell and you have complete control over that. Yeah, and that's where like people just get swept up by the river of life and they think that they don't have any control. Whereas if you just controlled your mind with discipline, yeah, then you could swim through that river and like yeah you won't be able to get across in a perfect line to where you want to go which we all know that success is not a straight line yeah but you learn how to control your mind you can cross the river eventually in whatever way you need to like it's not going to be a perfect journey but you're going to get to where you want to go well and perfect i think that's a great analogy with a little bit bit of forethought right yeah if you're trying to get to like where you can see you might have to start up river you might yeah. have to start doing some work and that high- or, if, or if you want to start now like then you accept that you're going to be a little bit downstream for where you want to be but then you can you can get to what eventually where you yeah want to go. there that too right like just a little like just a, a little bit of low time preference delayed <laughs> yeah. gratification and it's rare nowadays oh it's crazy <laughs> isn't it like the, like i i think that's why you know like you spoke to me like in terms of like who do i need to bring out here like who do I need to show this to, for them to see, you know what this is? Who do I need to bring into the, the fold, so to speak, like the, uh, the tribe? And man, I'll tell you right, like for guys that see it and they get it and are prepped, right? It's like now to be indoctrinated and uh, indoctrinated—that's not the right word—to <laughs> be inducted, Freudian slip, I think. To be inducted, to to go through, to have that moment where you're like, you know what, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Georgia, I'm gonna hang out with a dude on a mountain after a fucking hurricane, 
and we're going to go figure some shit out in the forest. Yeah. And when you come up and you're moving around, like you got up fast, like I was saying, you got up fast. There are a lot of people that don't. How, wanna... like, how long was I down for? Like an hour? Maybe. Yeah, a little over an hour, maybe. Okay. And so like you're up and you're like, dude, you know what I want to see? I want to go see that. And I was like, oh boy. Like I looked at my, my watch, like you were up. Oh, we're moving already. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Like, let's go, man. Like that's, that's atypical. Oh, and by the way, like movement was not easy. <laughs> I, I love that you said that, man. I'll share something with you guys because I go out and do this stuff by myself. Right. It's, like it is not easy. I, I like, like balance I, and everything, everything like your coordination it like you're learning again. Yeah. Like you're a child. Yeah. And that, I think that's kind of the coolest part is like, there's a lot of humility, like, especially for guys like me, right? Like I'm 42. I've had two back surgeries this year. Like I am like sitting in the dirt, laying in the ground Been blown up. Yeah. Like I got shrapnel here. Like I got all sorts of fucked up problems, right? Like, I, like when my code got corrupted and I went and did some shit like that shit had some residuals. <laughs> And so, like, way of putting it. yeah. When so, like, when I, the, especially the first time, like, I went out here and did a big trip, like, by myself, just to be like, you can do this. Yeah, you can like go out there and have that conversation with yourself, be a master of your element, and now do work. And I got to tell you, man, like, first time I went out there and got grounded and felt like had this experience. I felt stuff that I like the humility and trying to get up, right? And figure shit out again and make things safe. And like, like, you know, you take, you take firearms, like you take just something for personal protection. Yep. But you make Especially sure. Especially out here. Right. Like you don't start touching stuff and you don't start doing stuff again until you know you're mentally ready to start doing that kind of stuff dude i'll tell you right now that first time i went out and did that by myself at that amount and then tried to get up the humbling experience of being like, like okay we're, we're doing this the broke ass 42 year old <laughs> right like you're like fuck ow geez like you're you're having these conversations with you and like this greater consciousness now yeah right like this is you know what most people i think consider god and the universe or whatever it is and you're like thank you for the humility i need you to fucking fix me so that like i can take this and show other people yeah dude i'm telling you right now that first time i got up i felt like i was 100 plus years old and you know like you laugh it gives you at perspective too it does it get like it gives you perspective like maybe you've done some things maybe you should be telling people about well, like, that and that's that's the grace that i like talked about earlier like you gotta right. give yourself like the grace and like regardless of who you are you've been through some shit <laughs> bingo it doesn't matter if it's like you know what, everybody's been through some shit. everybody yeah like i don't i don't care like who you are like in my opinion, being born with a silver spoon in your mouth is not real. Like it's a myth. Yeah. Because nobody is part of a like a, a perfect life. Uh-uh. Because you can you can look at the rich the rich and the famous. They're all figuring it out too. Well, like even beyond that, it's like you could have all the money in the world, but if you have like a like a parasitic or toxic family environment, like that's that's something else. Like that's it that's, is. that's different. And you can and that's the thing is you can be absolutely fucking loaded. 
Yeah. And the environment that you live in is one of the worst. It'll dictate how much, like what, like the quality of life. Yeah. If you're doing cheap shit for like right now, that, that high tie preference bullshit, right? Like that everybody gets, you know, the gratification right now, that type of lifestyle chasing whatever it is or whatever you've inherited or like your family, like whatever that is, like everybody goes through that. I'm not sitting here going pity party for the fucking rich, right? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it's their that, problems are just different. They are. They, they are completely different. And the thing is, is if you start winning those type of people to this type of revelation, you know, this revolution, this internal, like, you know, sh- having guys like yourself to show other people like, Hey man, let me show you something different. Like, let, let me communicate something to you. That's out of love. Like, Cause like, that's, that's the hard part, right? Is like, that's part of the problem with uh, a lot of the stuff that's happening right now. Um, you can just talk about psilocybin for one, as far as like the, the benefits are marijuana. Um, there hasn't been, in my opinion, and this also touches on like the Bitcoin community and the thing that's going on in that is that across the board is the issue or the barrier is communication. Damn. Holy shit. Say it again for the kids in the back that were swerving down the road. The issue is communication. Yeah. The, the, the barrier, the real friction point is the communication, the quality of communication, the direction of the communication, the way you're approaching, like which angle you're approaching the communication from. Because And like, and we talked about this while we were out there too, is like one of the problems is that it, nowadays with all this tech innovation and I'm not complaining about it whatsoever because it's amazing. <laughs> we're learning. It's yeah. amazing. But one of the things that I think people are getting used to, like you could use the resume example. Um, everybody wants a template. Everybody wants a template for the communication, but real wholesome communication regardless of the topic like it's it's a new battlefield with every every conversation topic and every individual yeah and on top of that because like there's those two parts that make every um every instance different but it's also going to be every instance on top of that is also going to be different because their situation is going to be different every time you have the conversation. Yeah. So like you're literally never, ever, ever going to have the same conversation with anybody ever. Yeah. Because you also have to take into account their, their backstory with all those other variables. So those of you that are trying to approach communication, regardless of what it is, and you want a template for it, like, I'm sorry, but you're an idiot. <laughs> Like, cause you're, you're, you're not going to succeed. Well, and you, you like, and if you're trying to approach these things with, with, with a template, you haven't thought about it. Right. And, and that was the one thing that we, I kind of brought up is like when you, when you leave here, right. And you go out and you evangelize kind of the, whatever this new understanding is, this broader awareness of, you know, um, I guess communication like communications protocol, how you're approaching your very intimate conversations and the conversations that you're just starting for like maybe a business, right? It is like, yeah, it's still going to be intimate though. 
Yeah. Like every conversation every you co- have is intimate. It sh- that's, and that's what I think has gotten lost. Like so many people don't look at people as like their, people. their greatest resource. Yeah. Like that, that's a person. That person's got hopes and dreams and family and friends and hardships and like a story. And when we were talking about this, I was like, you know, the one thing that all this is, you know, there's this, this thing, you know, it's just saying like, this is the beautiful lie. Like everything here is going to die. All of it. Right. So like now while we're in this moment, Oh dude, give me some more of that. Bourbon. Yeah. This you is got ridiculous. it. Um, you get to, you get to take that moment and now you say, all right, this is, this is good. I know it to be good. I see all the low time preference, the delayed gratification, everything else, the history, the, the, this new awareness and, you know, the communications protocol. How do I infect the rest of the species, bots, NPCs, you know, moms and dads and brothers and all that kind of stuff? How do I do this? How do I take this and now communicate to them what it is that cannot be denied? And the one thing that I always took away was love because the beauty and peace, good times, bad, like all that stuff fades. It's all going to fade at one point or another. But what you can do in terms of the conversations that you're having, and I think this is kind of like, what you were saying is like you get to look at things from another perspective. You get to consider somebody else's life. Yeah. Right? Like before you pass judgment, before you do all those things they tell you like don't do, right? Don't pass judgment. Like you're not like you're not that person, right? Like this is something where I think grace whatever everything is in this interconnectedness if you are your humanity and your ability to love that person enough to give them the benefit of the doubt and whatever they're doing yeah like that like well and like in the the unfortunate thing is too is that like the like the word love is not only overused in my opinion to where it's like the value of it has been diminished yeah but it's also kind of like a frou-frou topic like especially in the U.S. Yeah, because everybody's been corporatized to, because I was definitely part of this. Like, there's a certain efficiency you get out of being cold and calculated. And yep, the U.S. corporate, like not just corporate but political, like all of the U.S. has basically incentivized this for the last at least all of the decades I've been alive. Oh yeah, the closer the money printer. Yeah. Too, right? Like, like you don't like when you say that you approach a, a conversation with an individual with love, it's not like it's not like you're saying, Hey, I want to marry you. No. Or hey, my sexual orientation is this. Like it's like, hey man, like you're a human. Like I identify that. Like you're going through some shit. That like I get it. That little bit. Man, that goes a million <laughs> miles in, in this day and age, right? Like, I mean, that little bit of like just human recognition, like, yeah, hey man, like I see you, I see you've gone through some like, things, I, like the like what we said earlier. It's like, hey, I love you, <laughs> but you're an idiot. Yes, we were, we were having that conversation underneath the tree, and you you said it first about a, a, a conversation 
that you were having with somebody else and you started it by saying i love you like look man i i love you like you're my buddy but you did something stupid let's have a conversation right yeah i don't need to blow up at you i don't need to be like rage monster like and you know as younger guys especially you know where we came from like that was what i like i was a fucking rage monster like one of those guys that just you're an idiot you're off mission you well and as as a guy it's as a guy it's also where you really know you screwed up like if 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 your mentor or one of your superiors or one of your elders or even one of your equals like your buddies is like hey man yo like i love you bud but you fucked up here let me show you something right (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 like because and like because I, I grew up in the in like the the blue collar side where ninety yeah. percent of the guys that wanted to say that really actually it came out hey you fucking idiot right it's like it's like hey like I'll say that sometimes I'll see, say that quite a bit you but, see like veins coming yeah. out in foreheads and, and and like people spitting through gritted teeth when they're trying like yeah and you get defensive as soon as that happens. oh dude like changes everything yeah, it goes straight it goes straight from like attempting to provide a solution to i'm gonna break you confrontational now. yeah right like now like we've got challenge for alpha status we've got <laughs> challenge for positions yep. like we're, we're not handling ourselves in a constructive peacocking yeah like we're our lower brain is getting the better of us and we're not using that like i tell my my kids all the time you're smart. You're a dirt monkey, but like you're a smart dirt monkey. You're a genius dirt monkey. Right. You're the you you're going to be the top of the line until you have kids. You're the top of the line dirt monkey for now, but understand you're still a goddamn dirt monkey, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like that when you said that and I was just like, "Man, I knew I brought you out here for so many reasons." And like that reason alone that I've trying to like reinforce to people is like we should make a t-shirt out of that. I yeah. Like I love you but you're an idiot. But yeah. <laughs> I love you but. But right? And and, and and it's not that you don't love them. And it's not that you're going to use love to manipulate like we were talking about. Yeah. It is, "Hey man, I see you. I'm telling you this so that we can like improve on this together so it doesn't happen again." Right. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not perfect either. I'm t- that probably also helps with a lot of the relationship and divorce problems. Oh. Man, are you kidding me? Like, be able. To... I mean, I'm single and I have no kids, but I would. I like to think that that's probably at the heart of a lot of the problems. Oh yeah, if if you're if you're going to have a loved one, especially a girlfriend or fiance or a wife, and you are irate, and she hasn't hurt somebody or taken their stuff, chill out. Oh man, golden opportunity to let, let me tell you how this can be different. It's a golden opportunity to be a real leader, too. Oh, my God. To be the fucking alpha in your family. To be, a, like, this male, this really, like, great source of masculinity. Yeah. Right? To, like, show people how to communicate in your family. Yeah. To to recognize it. You know what? That person over there probably had their best interest. Right? They did something. Maybe they were trying something. Maybe they were even trying something for you. Or crazy enough, like... Maybe something was happening, but their mind was elsewhere because they're stressed out about something else. Like distracted. Like, how many times does that happen? Like, 
all the fucking time, man. <laughs> like, like I have problems when I discuss this with my with my mom and my sister. Um, I have problems like personally where like I'll be reading a book and I'll be mechanically reading the words like I know I'm reading and like maybe not comprehending but I'm reading like the difference between like hearing and listening right right? I'll be mechanically reading the words but I'll be thinking about something else while I'm reading so then I'm like god damn it now I gotta go back because I don't actually know what I just read five pages and like (laughs) god I gotta do this all over again I gotta restart this chapter because I'm an idiot (laughs) You just you don't learn like that. I don't learn like that. I hate reading. Yeah, and I and I and I. This also is like part of like the whole like awareness of the of the self. Yeah. Like I know that if I'm if I do that more than twice in a reading bout, I need to put the book down right. and whatever it is I'm thinking about, I need to just like get that taken care of. Yep, a hundred percent. And and in that conversation that you have with that person that maybe you're not seeing eye to eye with, maybe that you're irate with internally. Right. And you take that moment to breathe and say, all right, you know what? Like, I'm going to come back to this or I'm going to approach it from you. Had, you probably had some best intentions in this entire thing. Explain it to me. Yeah. And then you explain to them like what was going on at the like same after action report. <laughs> yeah. And you explain to them, hey, like, you know, what you did would cause X, Y and Z as well. Right, so something maybe to consider in the future. Like we're gonna deal with this, we're gonna get through it, we're gonna like little little first principles thinking, like coaching yeah. and stuff. You like love that. me, I love you. Holy shit, fucking real communication. Loving communication. Like not just like this empathy for the people that you live in immediate contact with, but like you start exercising that with them. Um, guess what? Like you do that with like business. <sighs> like that's like key sales right there. Not only sales, like you are talking about like infrastructure oh yeah you are talking about like now human resources team management like you like if you're like a leader and you can grasp and understand this stuff like you don't need a goddamn human resources department (laughs) no (laughs) take care of itself and and that's the thing is your culture it'll it'll work it'll yeah it turns into a like a um a self-regulating system yeah because everybody else is the human resources department and and you guys are all working together to protect a thing a lot and you like, have that you have this like personal intimate relationship with the team guess what that also does that lowers the like okay maybe not statistically somebody can like call my bullshit on this but i would bet it lowers any like a lot of instances of sexual harassment oh, in the workplace because of respect yeah turnover yeah right like if you're considering what's best retention for that other person always yeah, you're lo- like especially as a, as a leader and a manager of other individuals. Yeah, you're looking out for their future. Oh man, you, when people see you knocking down barriers for them to do whatever it is that they do, whatever you have them doing, I'm gonna tell you right now, like those people work their asses off. Like you get, you get yeah, you get loyalty too. Like yep, I've maybe not even a decade of like leadership experience like between the military and like managerial positions Mm -hmm. but i approached like my leadership style like that it's like hey like i can't do all of this on my own and i also i need you to help me out so like i'd be kind of not kind of i would be a complete idiot as far as a leader goes to not help you grow as an individual so that you can 
do better to help me achieve my goals. Right. So that I can also help you achieve your goals. And then guess what? Like if your goals take you somewhere else, fine. Like yeah. go be you and do what's best for you. I'll find somebody else. Like I'm a capable teacher and leader. Like I naturally. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's, that's fine. Like, and that's also the problem with like America today is like, <laughs> they're all like so many of these quote unquote leaders, which are actually bosses. Like, that's also the problem that Trump ran into when he was in the presidency. He's a boss. He's not a leader. Right. When you're a president, you need to be a leader, yeah. not a boss. Any, Yeah, any executive position. Well, okay, president's a little bit different because you kind of need to do both. But um, the, the issue is that a lot of these individuals in these managerial positions, aside from their lack of competence, also are not help like they're not interested in helping their constituents grow as individuals yeah because they're scared of losing them and growing past their current position yeah because people don't want to work more it's like well you're going to work for the rest of your life literally like even if you retire you're still working you're gonna do something you gotta get up every day yeah you're probably gonna find something to do with your time otherwise guess what that's still work regardless like if you enjoy it like great that's your passion but you're still working yeah so like you can get like go to hell with any of that stuff like <laughs> as far as i'm concerned like yeah. like you don't there's no stopping like, yeah ever yeah I, the, I think the idea of retirement was one of those weird things that um i think the quote-unquote greatest generation you know like the the teens and the 20s and maybe even the 30s kind of bought into and like oh yeah like you know, they're telling us like retirement's a thing. Retirement's gonna happen. And even like I'll tell not you not for my generation. Well Social he, Security you can kiss that but goodbye. Oh, it's all gone. Like all that's <laughs> like yeah, I mean like thank God that, you know, they were telling my generation, your generation, you know, like when you guys are old, social security is gonna be gone. It's not it's, Well it's, and the the scary thing is they didn't really even like nobody talked about that until like a lot of us were well into like college. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, by the way, we failed to tell you this in uh, middle school and high school, but uh, we've been treating Social Security like like a college student's country bank account. <laughs> right. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, like your bank account just got filled with all of this student loan money. We spent it all on drugs and alcohol. Right. <laughs> like, we have no accountability. There's nobody responsible nobody can do any of this kind of stuff and that's also why we're in the particular particular right now with student loan debt because nobody took the time to like teach a lot of my generation just like go through like the the actual philosophical and intimate coaching as far as like mine's mine too like hey guess what just because the government's giving out free debt probably doesn't mean that it's really worth much yeah you're gonna destroy your life hey if you're a young guy that's out there listening i know there's like this the majority of my audience you're a young guy man i'll tell you now the whole college thing and experience it's a sham it's a complete sham like the the really depressing part that i've like just realized in the last probably like last couple months maybe the last year is college is really just it's an assortment of online courses yeah. Like the online courses that you see, like all these like tool bags, like pushing on YouTube. Yeah. That's, that's college. Well, and the thing is, is most of the stuff you can find on YouTube 
far more valuable. It's far more valuable. It's far more up to date. <laughs> and it's free. And guess what? Like you're not paying $300 per textbook, which is just a reassortment of last year's textbook. They just jumbled around some of the chapters. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a complete racket. Sham. Yeah. And that's, if you're, if you're a young guy looking to like do some big things, this community, like that Mike and I are part of like this Bitcoin community, man, I'll tell you what, you couldn't hope to find better, smarter, yeah. people uh we, we were talking about this a little bit as we were kind of like going throughout our morning walk right like still very much in the still tripping balls yeah <laughs> in a really good way like yeah you know like it, it's not oh boy maybe we should dispel some things like when you when we say like tripping balls it's like <laughs> it's not it feels more like you're swimming okay in my opinion like like easy. when you're like it's slow, it, smooth, easy, um, floaty would be a, would be a word I would use to describe fluid. it. Fluid, fluid, yeah, yeah. Like you're not, you're connected, yeah. And one of the things too is like the optical kind of part of it, like the the visible. Yeah, it get it can get a little distorted, but it's. I could see where an individual could have issues with like depth perception or something early like on or like, yeah. Yeah. Especially, well, especially if you don't have any experience with like using cannabis beforehand. Yeah. Um, like there's like, just like how you were talking about how like you kind of have to relearn how to stand. You kind of have, you have to reassess like depth perception and stuff like that. But like you do it a couple of times and like, you should get it. You get like, very familiar yeah. with feelings, right? Yeah. And then, like, and then you you slowly start to come out of it, and then like everything starts to feel a little bit normal, but hyper sensualized. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like your synapses and your like that breakdown in that partition of of the the hemispheres of your brain is the floodgates are still wide, wide open. Smell, touch, taste, uh, sight. Especially sight, like well, well, particularly like the the smaller sensory, like you like through your skin being able to tell it's more humid, oh. like rapid changes in temperature. There's this is this is also another thing that I've been thinking about too, um, lately, is a lot of people that I've interacted with over the years, they referred to them they like referred to their perception of stimuli as like being weird. Like, oh, it's it's weird. Like, I can, I can smell when it's raining. It's like, no, that's not weird. That's normal. Like, very normal. Like, that's normal. You're you're being observant. You're doing a good job. You should probably keep doing more of that. Right. Because there's also another thing that I've talked about. Now, this is a little bit more. It takes a little bit more self awareness and observance. But like for me personally, I can smell when I'm getting sick. Like oh, I can pick up on man. a, I can pick up on a scent. Like yep. I can't, I like, it's hard to describe, but like, I just, there's something in like in the, uh, olfactory bulb in the nose where like, I'm like, something's off, man. I smell like I'm getting sick. Yes. It's not a pleasant thing. And like, yeah. And like all like on, along the same lines too, is like babies, infants smell different. Old people have a particular type of smell. Like you're, like you're, like, like you know what I mean. Like everybody's grandparents' house has a particular oh, smell. Oh man! And but like, and the thing is, is like none of this is weird because we're all animals. 
Yeah. Like we're all animals. Gut sense. Yeah. Like, like really. And, and we were, God, we got into so many great conversations today. Well, and like, and before you go where you're going, yeah. like, and you want to get even more esoteric as far as like, we're all animals. Like there's, I probably just lost where I was trying to go, but there's this very weird, very silly kind of dynamic where like we're not we're not specially like separated from the rest of the animal kingdom like like the the, yeah. the real okay the the point that I was looking for that I lost and I was just like taking up air time to try and re like reacquire my thoughts it sounds smart in, in podcasting <laughs> right like, yeah <laughs> just kind of like mumble until you like bullshit until you get your like <laughs> no, your thoughts back. You, go ahead but go ahead. um the real point that I was that I wanted to get across was aside from the mind yeah the body is just a sensory organ. Yeah. Like the entire body. Yep. Like For the mind. Well, and it, it's like, and like even more, like getting more granular, it's just relaying data. Like all of our lives are just relaying data. Like pain is information. Hunger is information. Feeling the humidity is information. Being tired is information. And like having a dopamine hit while you're having sex with somebody that you're super excited to have sex with information yeah like all of it like all of our lives are just pure information yep so like it's not weird that you're it's actually in my opinion it's more weird that you're actively ignoring a lot of these signals oh it's weird like the fact that the the human condition especially in 2022 is so comfortable right like that's that's one of the things that i get with these experiences is like you're like numbing yourself up through the comfortable. Well, you we've outsourced we've outsourced discomfort, right? Like in a lot of ways. Usually to the lower class. Oh, for sure. Who does your HVAC? <laughs> Who does your plumbing? Who does like? And don't get me wrong, I know the guys that run HVAC companies, and I know the guys that run plumbing companies. They're good shit. Oh my god! Not only are they good shits, but like they're good people. But I'm going to tell you right now, like a they're lot the ones that are getting beaten right now. Dude, they're getting crushed. Yeah. Right? But you've outsourced these very vital things. Like, I'm not an HVAC guy, man. Like, I know some shit, but I don't know the level of detail I would need. Like, I'm not installing HVAC. I'm not ripping it out. I'm not doing line type of, like, compression or, like, I'm not doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those guys that kind of, like, understand that world and do that kind of stuff that are getting absolutely fucking you know, ran the fuck over right now. Well, like three ways from Sunday. Yeah. Like, well, some other shit out there is happening because some really rich, arrogant fiat, you know, empire bullshit. Yeah. All these fuckers out there that like don't understand the ramifications because they're not on a paycheck to paycheck basis. They're not, you know, looking at the, you know, the price of gas versus, what they're going to go fill a shopping cart up with. No, they're not doing either because they're taking their private jets over to the COP27 Nothing's summit changed in for them. Egypt. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely nothing's changed for those guys. And, like, I think what we were getting at here in terms of, like, that masculinity, right? Those guys that go and grind and do the fucking everyday, you know, like, with some 
with some stress. Well, so, and yeah, like just those guys learning their value, learning what they can do by themselves, learning what they can do in terms of networking, getting out of that like that rat race fiat system where they value themselves to the point where like I'm telling you right now, like my boy Clay, uh, I don't know if he listens to the show, but like he's my plumber. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, like Clay has open whenever he wants to come out here and do whatever he wants. Right. Like guys like that to be like, I guess that's kind of where I wanted to go is like what we're, what we're doing and what we're growing isn't like just a recovery effort for a single person, right? Like this is massive. What we're talking about is doing something where we're healing a culture yeah, through better positive communications protocol. Not only like, you know, where we're like, we have this free interface of ideas and like, um, soul work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like now when you start to take that out into the world and like take a pure version of like love to the rest of the people to infect those people to show them, Hey man, there's a different way. There is a better way of like, it's harder at first, but it's easier across the board, like in the long run. Well, and the thing like, cause it's harder at first because like you have to divorce yourself. Well, you have to divorce yourself, but you have to also be consistently aware, observant, and reflective. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a state. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a practice. That's a, a lifestyle. Yeah. Like, what some people, like, you know, not the religion as in, like, the Catholic Church or the Baptist. <laughs> like, but, like, a religious practice. Like, the, this is what you do because this makes you a better person and you like... A more effective person, too. Being a better... Yes. More effective got greater ROI, got greater intent, got greater mission, got, you know, all of greater purpose and passion. You got all these things and now you've got the keys to this kingdom. Yeah. And you're like, Hey guys, let me come show you some shit. Like, Hey, this, this, this doing it this way is kind of, it feels wrong. Right. Like, let's, let's, Let's try out like I have this other way and it's working out pretty well. Like you want to you want to try that? Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, like I'm not saying it's perfect. It might not work for you, but uh, it might be better. <laughs> yeah. At least maybe give it a try. Yeah. Like at least maybe go give this a shot. See if giving other people empathy is good for you. Like see if the hard work and discomfort. It's good for you. Well, and on top of that, a lesson that I learned from Viktor Frankl, um, man's for, man's search for meaning is one of the best ways to, this isn't a direct quote, but this is like philosophy that I learned from the book was one of the best ways to control an outcome is to control your reaction to the event. Right. Like, with this empathy and this like meeting the individual where they are. It's like, if somebody comes at you with a, in a particular manner, it's like, Hey, there's, they probably have a reason for it, whether it's justified or not, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but most of the time from my experience, cause I have a lot of like sales experience as a customer service. Yeah. If somebody blows up on you, 
they're going through some shit because nobody nobody goes around enjoying blowing up on people just for the sake of blowing up on people oh. like that doesn't that there's something wrong yeah like there's something there's, very there's, wrong there's something wrong and you can by having that that self awareness to accept that to the point of where and this is where turn the other cheek comes from right it doesn't it's not saying you just ignore every instance of like disrespect or something but you address it you 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 address it in a way where you recognize that some that they probably have their own reasons for treating you like shit that's fine um but there's a very high likelihood where if you don't react in kind and you control how you react there's a very high likelihood that you're going to jar them in yeah. a positive way yeah to the point of where you completely reset the the um the trajectory of their entire day like this is where uh man th- th- this, this yes. is this is where like the the standard cashier yeah has a lot of power because when somebody blows oh, wow. up on a cashier yeah. and they're like hey i fucked up yeah Right, like I yeah. own, and you, own you, it. you accept, you accept, uh, like Chick Fil A. Yeah, I, I mean, I super polite. Oh. Like, like one, like one moment of being super polite can change somebody's entire day. For or sure, or like a very basic compliment, like, I like your shoes. Yeah, like especially for the ladies, because like they put so <laughs> they put, and this isn't even like to the like yeah. this isn't even about like trying to pick up women or anything like that. It's just like, no, it's it, like they they all like. <laughs> stereotypically they put a lot more effort into how they look every day than guys do yeah and so like if if when if if there's if for me if there's a lady that like blows up on me it's like you can change their entire mood for the day it's just like i like your earrings yeah boom like their entire day is made and then they start to like rethink things it's it's pretty powerful oh and that's that's where i was kind of getting at with like when you leave and you go out to the world that that power that you're looking for. Well, that's real power. That's the power. Yeah. Like a Huey Lewis. Like anonymous, <laughs> anonymous, anonymously making like a powerful impact on somebody's life to where yeah. like you made an impact on like their life, whether it's for the day or for the rest of their year or for the yeah. rest of their life. And they don't know who you are. Like Dude. that's why superheroes are so like powerful. Damn right. Because they're anonymous. Um, that power when we were talking about coming out here and intention and finding self power and I was talking about the beautiful lie and everything dies but at the same time what doesn't and what remains is the love and in in this the the ancients had some different words for love right like you had agape you had Philadelphia you had um, what's the other one Iowa yeah, all these, <laughs> I, I like all, all these like Philadelphia being brotherly love, uh, agape. I think was more like heaven and earth type of love. Okay. And then um, you had like uh, just you know different types of love. They were very specific about it. And I should have maybe done some. Maybe I need to go back and read a little bit. But the to be able to wield that power without being manipulative. With yeah, with pure without intention. expecting reciprocation. 
Yeah. Because, like, that was one of, like, one of my oldest buddies. Um, I cut ties with him many years ago for particular events. But one of the things that he told me when we were in college is that he likes to do things, to do good things for people to garner favors. I'm like, then you're not being a good person. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's like the, and this is one of the reasons why I hate religion is like, that's like saying you pray because you don't want to go to hell. Yeah. Like, then you're completely you're, you're missing, missing the purpose. Missing it. Yeah. You're, you're missing the forest for the trees, 100%. That power to take some person's anger or hurt or brokenness or whatever it is and change their 100%. life and change their perspective in the day or make them just even for a second reconsider like their approach right that like Sun Tzu and and the art of war talked about that golden bridge of retreat Martin, yeah. Martin Luther King be the light and the love Christ yeah. same thing like all this like all the people in history that are super highly regarded Right, like the, yeah, not the Bitcoin regarded, like the real highly regarded. High, like we're, like we're talking about like uh, martyr type level, right? <laughs> it's what do they do? They forgave. Yeah. Like they 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 came to people that wanted them dead or would kill them eventually with love, and like now that that also doesn't mean that like you just perpetually forgive them. Like no, like no, you, no, 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 no. You like got to there, yourself. A limit. There's yeah. a limit. Like if you forgive somebody, then they come back at you. It's like all right, maybe it's time to end this. Yeah, you, you, there's there's like, a certain regardless value. of what their end this means, you know. Yeah, but at least like it, you tried, like you, you gave an attempt, like get, a real attempt. No kidding, like you've painted them now. They are a bad person. They're a bad actor. Yeah, like they've it, officially shown their their intentions. Right, and if those intentions are corrupted, those intentions are impure. If those intentions are self-centered, you weed them out. You know it. Yeah, you weed them out. You rip them out. That's it. See you later. You're yep. out of my garden. Yep. I mean, like, I I hate it, but peace, man. See you and, later. And like to that point, it's like I'm sorry, but friends and family aren't forever. That and 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 the thing is, is you still wish them well. Yeah, you can wish them well. It's just like you're not a part of my story anymore. Go change. Yeah. Go do what you need to get done. Maybe if you like, if you do what needs to get done and you you improve, then maybe you can come back. If you don't, then you need to stay away. Right. Yeah. It, it makes it super simple to start forging a path intentionally going forward. Um. Man, we're, we're killing it here. I mean, <laughs> fucking, like between me and you and the kids, like that's two hours and 15 minutes i don't think they were they weren't probably what 30 minutes or yeah, so I don't know. It's probably something like that. Yeah, we're killing it yeah. um what else do we need to talk about with this experience that's a really good question you excited about like kind of the uh the trajectory the prospects the like we we i, I was giving you some insight as to like the 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 scope I don't think I have full grasping of the scope. Yeah. But getting like experiencing that moment of falling in. Yeah. Was really like that was eye opening enough for me. It was like it's like having the power turned on and then it re immediately re like pulled. So yeah. like it's a, it's like it's like you walk into a perfectly dark room and the lights flick on for a second. 
you're like, oh, there's something here. Right. But now I'm like, okay, now I want to go back. Yep. But, and now, so like, that's also where I understand where problems can probably arise in wanting to go back too much. Like, I can see that. I can see that to where it becomes an addiction. Like, you want to perpetually stay there. So, like, this is also where, like, we've talked about how I have experience with, like, video games. Like, sure. serious video game experience. Um, I, like, I have a passion for learning and wonder and all this other stuff. But I also enjoy, like, reading fiction I also enjoy watching anime. Like I, I just enjoy the like a lot of creative different things, mm-hmm. and particularly what I am getting at, and what some of your listeners, especially if they're my generation, which is a millennial or younger, will probably understand or recognize is there's a, an anime that's a favorite of mine that's called Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, and there's in that there is a concept that's. Uh, called the door of truth yeah and that's what it felt like and i can understand and like one of the problems is in that show you want to go stay at the door of truth you want to stay in there because there's so much understanding that you want to download right and likelihood is a there's probably too much for you to understand to download all at once (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) which causes you to want to constantly go back but b you can get lost in chasing the door of truth and you take for granted or you ignore or you neglect what's right in front of you. Yeah. So I can understand where that, like how people can get caught up in that. But now I'm not, because I've had the lights flicked on for a second, there is, there's a lot less resistance to like further experiences. Yeah. But at the same time, I also, really know the value of controlling the environment. So it's not like, it's like, oh, I've done it now. Like, I'll do it with anybody. It's like, no. like, Yeah, there's a little planning. Yeah. A lot of planning. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of intent. Yeah. I, I think that is one of the greatest parts of this understanding is like the practice, the prep, the intent of what you're about to do, what you're about to introduce somebody to in terms of responsibility, in terms of the the environment that you're going to have somebody's life possibly change forever. I, I, th- I think it's a beautiful thing that you say is like, you know, it's, it's like walking in to a dark room, flicking on the lights of something, you know, for me, like, I remember. I mean, it's not like flicking on the lights in like a horror film. No. It's not like you flick it on and there's a face right there. Like maybe if you're someone that has some like issues that need to be handled, I could see how it could be like scary intense. like that, yeah. like intense. Um, but it's really more like something. Ima- imagine flicking the lights on and realizing it's a gym. Like it's like that. Yeah. Like 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 you flick the lights on. It's like oh, I can do a lot here. You can do anything. Yeah. I think that's like if, for for the inexperienced out there. When you flick those lights on and you go, "Oh, it's all here. Everything's here. Like whatever I ever wanted is here for me to visit, learn, get a glimpse into 
and then like build myself and the people around me to a bedrock understanding to yeah. a better communications protocol to low time preference to a code that is bedrock that's principle that's you know this first principles yeah first principle stuff like you can distill everything and if you're there you're in line and if you're not you got some work to do yeah like and we all have some there's work. nothing wrong with that we all have some work to do yeah we all like that's the thing is post-traumatic stress your life everybody out there i know how to communicate with guys that are like mike right like i know how to communicate with guys like you because i don't for whatever reason like i'm blessed to that point where it's just like no hey listen guys like been there we've all done it we've got some t-shirts and maybe like i can go out and show you something that they never wanted you to see that tool set that they never wanted you to have this power to go and do things like your way while respecting other people's way yeah like to culturally like go you can like, win without forcing others to lose that's the thing, right? Is like when, yeah. we, when we talk about like pies and all this stuff and economics is like, you know, like there's this communist socialist point of view where like the pie is fixed and like now you're just like trying to fight for your piece of whatever yeah, that for scraps. a limited part of that pie is versus like, yo, I don't give a fuck about your pie. I'm going to go bake this pie over here and grow like that. You, you can have your pie. I have a cattle herd. <laughs> Like have your pie. Have your pie. I, I got this bison. I got this bear. I got this yeah. deer. Like I got I got shit. Oh, and by the way, I'm breeding them. So you can have your pie. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Like we're gonna do some like some amazing stuff in that space in, in terms of like you know, when you talked about like after doing this kind of stuff and being like, yo, can you imagine rolling this into a hunt? Can you imagine uh yeah. Sure. Yeah, bear, the Vikings did it all the time. Deer. Uh, we should definitely roll this into doing bigger. Like you, like, oh man, that trip was awesome. Yeah, Are you hungry? Yeah, should should we go? Like, should we go hunt a deer? It's like, yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, bear, deer, whatever. Right? Like, let's go. It's like we're already out here. Let's go figure it out. Yeah. Let's sustain ourselves for a while. Like, let's see what all these guys did before us out here to like live. And not only live, like thrive. Yeah. To do like I, that, I'll tell you right now, like the respect I have. You you go out there and you do this for a day, two days, three days, whatever it is, right? And this mountain just kicks the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, and it will. It, you'll get zapped. Well, at, it's like it's like what you said earlier when we were talking about like the hills. It's like, <laughs> hey man, I never got to the top of a single hill and thought that was easy. Yeah. Like, Every hill sucks. Every hill sucks. And guess what? There's always another one. It makes you better, though. Yeah, there's always another hill. Yeah. And 100%, man, like, like, get that next hill. Get that next, like, you know, like, get up there. Take your breath. Take your moment of reprieve. Marvel at the beauty. Thank God you can still do it. Look back at, like, what you just did. And it's like, hey, I just, like, that was cool. And I'm going to catch my breath because I got another one to go. Right. And just push, yeah. and push, and push, and push, man. Like, um, I don't know. I've got, I've got some great dreams and aspirations for like this whole thing. And like, I know some of the guys that like I want now 
to bring all together at the same time. Oh, we could definitely. I think there's a lot of lives we could probably change for the better. Yeah. Well, and the residuals off of that, like changing. There's a lot of guys who have made it. There are a lot of guys that don't know that they've made it and they've already made it because they've got a Bitcoin or more, right? Whatever it is. Even if you have a fraction of it. Fraction of it. Like, you're like this culture that we're building, man. Like, the fact that you're part of the tribe now. Oh, yeah. I feel better about my tribe. (laughs) I really do. I appreciate you coming down. I appreciate you doing this kind of stuff. Like, um, to be the first person to come in and do this outside oh, I'll, of I'll wear that badge with like dude, pride. I like, I was like, dude, I got the guy and they're like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm dude. I, I know, I know who this dude is, man. And I see him and like, you guys also like, you guys stick out. Like there is looking at the code and the matrix and people out there on this landscape that I see. And as I see him, I'm just going to go bam, bam. Bam. Blonde, brewhead, redhead. <laughs> like, like we're talking about the code. It's. I'll tell you what. I wish there weren't so many damn cliches about like the fucking matrix with this kind right? of stuff. I really do. But at the same time, maybe it helps people relate just a little bit into this. The possibility we're not. You know, we're not fighting. Well, we're not fighting agents. Like we're not. That's not what we're doing. Pretty close. You know, but way more, <laughs> way more sophisticated. Yeah. If, if Neo never had to touch anybody, right? If that guy was just strong enough to be a mind power, that's the power. Yeah. That's amazing power. Yeah. That is something. Which he eventually got to, you know, at the end of it. Yeah. But... Transformational. Yeah. Right. He infected him. Yep. He invaded him, and he said, "I am more powerful. I own you than you. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, do your worst." And man, like at the end of the day, he's like, you ready to like make a deal? You ready to free people? Give them the option? I hate to draw those kind of similarities, but like, that's what I'm excited about. And I tell you what, I see the guys in the space that are going to help make it happen. And now it's just like, well. Well, and like, and what I'm, what I'm really most excited for is just like the amount of like younger guys that are like probably about my age or younger that have reached out to me just from Twitter. Like the things that we've all talked about on spaces, like we've already like positively affected like so many lives already. So like I already know it's possible. Yeah. And and here's the other thing is like, it's not just even the young guys. Like there are guys that have come into that space, right. That are older. Yeah, they're like six well, and like and like my, my dad's one of them. Like I've been helping talk like my dad through a lot of this stuff and like specifically my mom. Like, yeah, I've been helping like there's no limit on like you're not capped at no. who you can like impress upon. Um, Even the analog generation development, yeah. that analog generation, like they know some stuff we were talking about, like low tech, high technique and yeah. to to grow that into this space like you don't have to be the most technically proficient person what you need to do is something highly technical a highly tech high technique yeah you don't need to be the most technology technologically proficient but you can have high like if you have high technique you can yeah stand out amongst the crowd pretty pretty easy pretty effectively yep 100 percent. what do you think man what do you think um i think we've we're coming 
anything like at the end towards, I guess the, you want to get out, talk about, or mm. final thoughts? Uh, we, we covered a lot of bases. We've been talking no, like nonstop. And for, no bullshit. <laughs> dude, I tell you, the amount of ground Mike and I have covered already before all this kind of stuff, man, it just tons but well, uh, the, like the the fascinating part too is like i usually like to talk talk macro like macroeconomics and like we haven't even we haven't touched any of that stuff so like and, and like that's yeah that's not something i really want to talk about today but like you know me man i think i like to think i'll talk about just about anything yeah well i mean that's the thing macro like when we look at like what's going on in the world how things are shaping up what's about to happen what is happening the implications and well, and they're like, yeah, like for what's coming, what's already started. Yeah, like we're specifically gonna need. We're gonna need some secure masculine leaders. Yes, we're which gonna, we do not have really anywhere right now. We're gonna need some dudes. Yeah, and like when I mean dudes, we're going to need every damn guy. And I don't mean get. Hollywood stars. Like specifically, we probably don't need them. I need dirt monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, like literally, I need dirt monkeys that are ready to start using higher brain and doing so in a loving, forgiving, positive communication, peaceful type of way. Yeah. Like, put, I need, put down put down the Instagram. I need legions stop. of guys ready to go do some work. Stop checking in on your favorite celebrity because they literally don't mean anything to your life yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were talking about the Kardashians earlier. Don't like if you're if if, if the Kardashians are in your life, you need uh, to root them out. Get like, that shit out of your life. Yeah, yesterday, all of them. Like that stuff, man. It's like I I I guess what I I get it checking their stuff probably gives you some dopamine hit for whatever reason that I don't understand, but they're not providing you any value. Shit. No. Like they're not helping you become a better person. No, Nope. not. And, even. Gu- and guess what? The makeup that you're buying from them is just like, <laughs> well, I just, you're, just, you're, you're, you're just gazing upon them. You're, you're well, like the, the makeup in particular, cause we also talked about this, like, just like, and this isn't sexist or anything. But one of the one of the problems that I've had with like the 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 dating scene over the last like ten, fifteen years, um, because I'm thirty, um, is the prevalence of makeup use and like how potent it is across the board. Like like I I ladies I get it, you like you want to good look good and I'm never gonna tell you not to look good or like whatever. Look good, feel good, all that Feel fun. good, feel good, yeah. But there's, but we need to acknowledge the fact that there's a problem if you feel like you can't go out in public because you want to quote unquote put your face on. Yeah. Like, do we not see how that's a problem? Because that means you don't value yourself. You're enough. literally putting on a mask. Yeah, literally. Like you, like you don't want to be seen as who you are because you don't think it's enough. Like that's a problem. That's crazy. That's that's a yeah. That's a problem. Well, and, and I mean, and that's it's not only like. Like, 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 I would love for like any of the ladies that are listening, like think, imagine if you went out on a date with a guy that had significant makeup on to look like he was jacked. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Just a specimen. Yeah. Like a specimen. And then you wake up in the morning and then his body is on your sheets. 
Yeah. Like, like, I get, like, and this is also where I struggle with the dating world because I'm not dating to get a piece of ass. I'm dating to find a wife. Yeah. And there are, and there are there's a rampant proliferation of non-wives out there. <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I, yeah. I'm, and, like, I, I saw, I saw a... I saw a clip from a podcast recently where one of the most popular idioms from the, the, the feminine gender is that all guys want is pussy. Right. It's like, well, as a guy, if all you're bringing to the table is pussy, that's all I'm going to expect from you. That's crazy. Right? And if you want to be valued more, maybe you should bring more value to the table. Yeah. Like, and and I'm and that's not being sexist or misogynist or anything, but it's like, if yeah. I want to build a family with you, I need more than a pair of open legs. Oh, not like I need I need somebody to share the throne, right? I'm, like I'm, Game of Thrones, like I need a queen. I need somebody, that, to, and that queen, you you find the right queen. She has to be intelligent and willing to work and change and adapt, just and, like me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm t- like that. Man, you want to talk about some knowledge. That person that is, you know, the right woman, the rock, the bedrock that holds that shit down. Because she is. Because she's like, she's going to be the one that bears the child. She's She's going to be the one that has the most. She's going to be the nurturer. The nurturer. And oftentimes. They're also moms tend to be not they tend to be viewed as the not fun one, right? Because <laughs> usually dads are the fun one. Yeah. But at the same time, like dads also need to be the one that's that's nature. It's like, hey, like I can be fun, but like we need to get serious. Yeah. This this comes back to the I love you, buddy, but you did something stupid here. Yeah. Let me show you something from a guy that used to be you. Yeah. Next version of me. And, I, and I, I know how it feels to be in this position. Yeah. But this needs to be rectified so yep. that this doesn't happen again. And and to the to your point about like these women, especially the ones that think that they're gonna like make the world go around with some some face paint, right? Like when when shit gets real and whether it's husband, whether it's kids, whether it's in-laws, outlaws, whatever, right? Man, none of that shit, nobody cares. At the end of the day, and you're like you're that person that's I don't know, wanting to be a wife, looking to be oh, a wife. You want to be a wife, but you're not willing to like work with me to build a life? Yeah. Then there's the door. If you think it's just it, like if you think that makeup and like all do you, these do you enhancements like, and stuff like the Kardashians. Fuck that. Do you man. have any idea how many women across my life that I've like in the dating world that have laughed at me because I told them that I didn't want to have sex with, like that I didn't want to sleep with them because yeah. I had them in the moment and they were like ready and willing. And I was like, no, that's like, it. You're like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. You're like, oh, really? What? Like yes, yeah. And this goes back to like my having like you know self control. It's like, like I get that you expected me to be some barbaric, savage, animalistic, 
sex driven impulsive yeah yeah but that's dude the end i of the want day, more well yeah and then in the day highly intelligent males especially the, the, the these guys that are considered like alphas right that's that's a key piece that i think has been extremely missing is the counterpart it's not that you need an over sexualized female that's just willing to do Whatever the hell you want to yeah, do. I don't want a brood sow. No. You want a partner that is equally as intelligent. Somebody that's down to work, that's down to change, that's down to come to that understanding that like we can communicate at a better level. We can do things. And like I was saying earlier, like that low time preference person that you're looking at like 70, 80, hopefully together yeah 20 30 40 50 60 years down the line type of person where like man i hope she's in the kitchen baking bread and pies and like all that kind of stuff right yeah. versus like whatever and none of that's like the misogynistic like they no. need to be in the kitchen like you do you, know, guys do you, can be in the kitchen they can be out doing like do you whatever. think yeah it's like yeah exactly and that, <laughs> that the, but you know who's not doing that kind of stuff Kim Kardashian, Chloe, like none of them. No, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, if you're a female or you're a young guy that like looks at any of that kind of stuff, like is somewhat successful. Oh, gross! Like the fact that they have had as much success as they well, had and you know, makes me and sick. Like, on this topic too is like what really frustrates me is that Jordan Peterson has been like demonized. Oh, sure. In like a really, really aggressive way. Yep. To where, like, and like he, like a lot of the stuff he talks about is just statistics. Like when he talks about, for example, like the 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 female lawyer dynamic. Yep. Like a lot of them are getting in their mid thirties and they're leaving the career because they realize that they want to have a family. It's like, oh, crazy! Imagine that. Like we're biologically inclined to have families. Right. And you can't have a very like well balanced and structured nuclear family where the mother who has the most important job, yeah, she has the most important job. Literally, like, there like there's no like there you cannot like if you try and deny that you like again you're an idiot. You're you're yeah, hundred percent. Like the, the mother has the most important job. Not only is she bearing the child and birthing the child, but she's also producing the child's food, giving the antibodies like. All of this, and like, that's just she, like the mother is everything. The guy, the the father is largely expendable. Yeah, until the later, the latter part of life, right? To where nurture has run its course, and you need to start teaching nature. Yes, right. And that's why <laughs> that's where like the nuclear like structure of the family is so important, and you can't do it when mama is out trying to like be CEO. Yeah. Like you can try, but then mama's gonna fail at being a mama. Well, I can promise you that. The the idea of discounted like motherhood too. Like the idea that you should ever sacrifice motherhood. As if that's some sort of like lowly life experience. Un yeah. Unbelievable. like oh my god, you raised your kids, you taught your kids? You taught your kids the basics of life. You taught your kids maybe some of the basics of history and economics and reading math. and writing and math, and you were their teacher for kindergarten, first grade, sec. Like you were their teacher for the time they like. You were what helped them like grasp the understanding to get their homework done. Unlike holy shit, 
Wait, because you, mom's gonna know how to communicate with her child more than anybody. Well, way, way better than I do. For <laughs> God's sakes, like that's the thing is like to see this in practice now too. It's just like, oh my God, yes, this, 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 this like, is it. <laughs> I know for a fact what my kids are learning. Your kids digest- are smart as hell too. Well, you terrifyingly think, smart, dude. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> that next generation, man. Uh, like I said, that 8K super HD generation that these guys are. That I up- got. Uh, I was telling you, I got done hanging out with my buddy CJ like last week. Yeah, and his kids are younger than yours, and they're also like it's just it's terrifying, dude. How intelligent they are. The guy that I was telling you about that you know like did the thing with the kids mm-hmm. at whatever age, like that, where I have a kid at four years old, come up to me and properly pronounce, this is a persimmon seed, right? Because they know, they're just naturally like... Sponges. Oh, not only the sponges, but like they are curious about the basics. They're They're curious about everything. That's that wonder that I was talking about. Dude, yeah, it's amazing. You start doing that and you're like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, passion, great mind. Lots of information. Guess what? Like, leveraging passion is also how you leverage learning. Oh, it's how you create geniuses. And guess what? You can't do that. Like, this goes back to the other thing we talked about. It's like you can't do that as a template. No. Which is why the American education system has failed everybody. Well, for a lot of reasons, right? Like, But, that, like, they specifically try to provide a template for it, everybody. Even if they were well-intentioned, which we know Fuck no. The American education system It is, probably started out that way, but Oh yeah. It didn't last very long. It, under under like Horace Mann and all those guys that uh John Taylor Gatto talks about the progressives that brought that shit here. It wasn't well intentioned. It was centralized planning in, in, in terms of intention, right? And so when Particularly you, producing factory workers. Yeah. Just workers. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, don't don't have to think too much. Go out. You don't need the farm. Nine like to you five. can do one job. Thousands of times a day. Nine to five. We got you. Yeah. Lies. <laughs> Absolute lies. Yeah. It's uh you see it coming to fruition where you're rain you're uh raising highly dangerous like killers from the time they're three with an understanding outside of that system. Like, yeah. oh man, yeah, that's it. Like I'm like, okay, man, yeah, I think we're on a good track. Is it gonna be the easiest life? No. Never was. But the comfort that's the, that's the thing too. It's a lie. Like you're, you're like you're never gonna have an easy life. No, you shouldn't Ever. want one. What what did Bruce Lee say, right? Like you don't you don't pray for an easy life, you pray for the endurance to survive a tough one. Yeah. Like that's it, if you if you have an easy life you're fragile. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck fragility. Like get hard. Get base. And that's the thing, is like once you start doing it, it's super fun. Yeah. Holy shit! Like, like I, like, I've had more fun doing this kind of stuff, right? Go do the hard work. You know, you know how addicting it is to like find out that you're more powerful than like you were before. Like, like who doesn't like, like now that fitness has be has finally become like mainstream adopted as like you know a benefit that t- took way too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a lot of these individuals. And I've helped getting like getting into the gym and like getting over their fears. It's like, yeah, like hitting that PR feels pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Guess what? It also feels good because you're supposed to do it. Right. <laughs> push. Yeah. Find limits. Push. 
hurt a little, reset. Establish get, that higher threshold. Go again. Do it again. Yeah. Maybe sleep in between. Like, you, you want to sleep. <laughs> You'd be sleep, and, sleep and eat. Yeah. Make sure you're doing that. But Yeah, man. I think it's, I think, you know, overall, um, pretty good first experience. And like the, to show somebody from, you know, from my world, this up close in person, like where, where everything is going, man, like I'm, I'm fucking excited. Like I'm, I'm super excited. Bring everybody else in on this kind of stuff. Yeah. Start creating and, uh, well, and getting, and getting the different points of view so that, Cause like, like you were saying, like, I don't know this yet, but you're saying how every instance is different. Like it's a different experience. Yeah. So like your first experience isn't going to be the same as mine. Like whoever's listening, mm-hmm. like it's probably likely that my next one is going to be totally different from this one. I will tell you every one of them has been more and more life-changing in a positive sense. Yeah. Because you're gaining higher access well, every single time. Right. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know how to navigate a little bit. You go in with like, I, boy, you, you like every like, and this is like where like you can have a video game reference too. It's like in the video game when you're exploring a new area, like you get a new glimpse of a new area, and a little bit more of the map shows up. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly right. And then like the next time you go in, you go up like you start where you were before, and then you get a new glimpse of the next area. W- yeah. You just go and go and go. Here's a hack for you guys. As you do this, you know, for you and everybody else that, you know, you see it and you want to keep going, wait till you get to the point where you go in and you're not confrontational. Wait, wait till you like, you're, you're purely lucid. You're, well, you arrive, not reflexive. you arrive and you're like, Hey guys. And you're like, you can feel it. And you're like, everybody that's also there with you, that's doing the same thing around the planet. And you're like. I don't need to come in here and be confrontational. I don't need to come in here and fight. I'm here in peace and I'm here to learn. I'm here to see. And like you put down like a lot of those barriers going into what you would naturally like go in with your guard up. Yeah. Which is what I did when I got reflexive. Right. And now you start to like bypass that time that it takes to kind of go in, fight inner demon like interface and all that kind of stuff and now you're going in and you're like all right guys all right i know where we i know what we did last time and i know that i keep falling into that trap where like a little bit farther you come in and you're like you know like my guard's up and all this kind of stuff and i'm 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 trying to like negotiate and like if we go like the the what ifs of like war gaming almost right and you put that all aside and you're just like yo Hey, well, man. It's, it's like it's like the it's like the the um in the gym it's like one more rep one more minute one more mile yeah and then you get to the next one it's like all right one more rep one more minute one more mile right yeah it's a it's a that that familiarity muscle where you go in and you're like all right you know what like i know what we're doing and now i've got some cheat codes and we're gonna go a little bit further it was a little bit easier this time. Faster. Yep. And, and now, like, that switch becomes a torrent, right? Like, where you flipped on the light, and now you just not only leave that light on, but you're like, okay, 
ah, uh, here is where I'm going. When it goes, it goes from being an analog like switch on the wall to where it's a, a motion sensor. Like as soon as you enter, the lights on instead of you having to like do the work for yeah. you. Fiber optic. What do you want to do? Yeah. What do you want to search? Where do you want to be? What do you? Like... And then Jarvis is there, and then. <laughs> Like, yeah like all sorts of upgrades unbelievable yeah, yeah. i can see that that is uh i guess probably where i'll i'll put this this thing to bed a little bit um man i i gotta i gotta say like for you to be the first guy to come in and do this uh to to bring you into the tribe and to like show you like where we're headed and what we're doing and like do this kind of work which i think is probably going to be the first of Lots and lots and lots and lots. Of, I get the feeling it's going to be interesting. Yeah, maybe <laughs> a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I got to say, I'm uh, I'm humbled to have you be part of this. And, uh, I was humbled to be invited. So, so I appreciate feeling you is mutual coming down doing this. You got open invite. Like I said, you know, like you're looking to like get out of possibly Iowa. Well, you know, I guarantee I'll be getting out of Iowa. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna do some things here in North Georgia, and for everybody else, man, like if you're considering like getting the hell out of where you're at. It's a little place in Waleska, Georgia. And if you got some good intentions and you want to do some free shit and some independent stuff and some like freeing of the species stuff, this is it. Like we are going to change some stuff. I know there's a free state project, but I don't think they're doing what we're doing out here, which, you know, good, bad, and different, whatever. We're going to do something really, really huge. Um, you can probably stand by for a lot more of this kind of stuff. Uh, this is going to be a very common theme, a very common path. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about growing leadership. We're going to talk about growing yourselves and healing and getting rid of the corrupt code and communications protocol, peace and sovereignty and all the, the hippy dippy tree hugging, amazing stuff. Um, and uh, not only making it acceptable, but like making it, culturally mainstream yeah for that matter so yep got a lot to do mike thanks again man um for everybody else out there uh go out like subscribe all that stuff you can find mike at the the t-h-e-e-m-i-k-e-h-o-b-a-r-t the mike hobart on twitter just like it sounds yep um and i'll tell you you know if, if you're gonna follow mike on twitter uh get into some of the spaces that he's into provides a lot of great commentary a lot of great perspective um he's one of those really great minds in the space and it's a great place to learn it's like the opposite of like shitty twitter like where you just make comments it's like actual human beings interacting yeah believe it or not there are those of us that use twitter to actually help people learn and grow and develop <laughs> shocker i know in real time there there is a lot of hate out there on twitter but what not, else um all of it can we do uh is there anything else we can help you with um probably just i have a medium where i talk about a lot of different things you're um, writing a lot more yeah well the not i'm not writing a lot more now i'm working well i i'm i'm working on a lot of writing now i'm not putting out a lot of writing now is yeah. the difference but i have a lot of writing there um i think i added them up uh like last week or two weeks ago and i think i have about 60 articles split down the middle between my bitcoin magazine page and my medium page yeah so go so, out there and and like and subscribe and share all that kind of stuff from mike yep um and if uh if your listener is just like just googling mike hobart i think the first the first search result is my bitcoin magazine page okay 
Um, but if they want to find me on Medium, it's just Mike Hobart. Like it's super simple, nice and easy. Easy enough. Well, ladies and gents, uh, again, thank you guys for being with us in this new uh, format and everything else. Mike, thanks again for traveling. And uh, I guess have a great rest of the week. I'll probably catch you back here on Tuesday. No doubt. Like we got, I may have another one of these this, this next week. Holy cow. Um, until then, love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take this step.